Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 208 of our trek and this week we are hiking the Christmas trail to learn about some key players in the Christmas story. It is my hope that as we learn these stories that it will bring hope to the world, not only during Christmas, but for each day of the year. Today we will explore the second part of the story called Christmas Love, the story of God's gift to us. This is the last story in this week's Christmas series. These stories are adapted from lessons originally taught by Raymond von Pleisten. If you miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek episodes, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them or to read our daily journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. This episode will air on Christmas Day. If you are listening to the podcast or reading the journal on Christmas Day, I want to say Merry Christmas. May your day be a blessed time as we focus on the reason that we celebrate this day. Christmas was always such a special time for our family growing up. Mom and Dad's love for each other and for each of us 10 kids was reflective of God's love for us. They especially sacrificed what they had to bring us the best possible time of celebration for us as a family. So let's make sure that we do all that we can to show God's love to others every day of the year. During this Christmas week, we invested our time on our trek together reflecting on the true stories surrounding the original Christmas. It is by design that our hike on the Christmas trail today as we are exploring the ultimate gift, which is God's gift to us. Salvation through Jesus Christ, whose birth we are celebrating this particular day. Today we are exploring the final part of our story, Christmas Love, the story of God's gift to us, part two. There were three parts of this story. Yesterday we looked at the usefulness of God's gift. Today we want to look at the last two points. And the second one is God's gift to you is measured by its cost. As we serve such a loving and holy God, we are to give him our best. He doesn't want our leftovers. He doesn't want our cheap stuff. He wants the best that you and I can give him. Remember in the story of the wise men a couple days ago, I referenced how King David insisted on paying the price for his offering in 2 Samuel 24, verse 24. But the king replied to Arana, No, I insist on buying it, for I will not present a burnt offering to the Lord my God that has cost me nothing. So David paid him 50 pieces of silver for the threshing floor and the oxen. David said if he was going to give a sacrifice to the Lord, that he was going to give his best, something of value, something of worth. Why would David say this when he was offered the threshing floor and the oxen for free? Because that is what God has done for us. He has given us his most precious gift that he possibly could give. Something of worth, something of value, something that is one in a kind. He gave us his son. Let's look again at 1 John 4 verse 10. This is real love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. God knew what had to be done. He knew what price had to be paid. He knew what it was going to cost him, and he sent the best for you and for me. He sent Jesus Christ, born as a child on this day that we celebrate today for the salvation of the world. He gave us that much. What should we give to him? The fact is that God's gift to you and to me is valuable. The third point in this story is God's present to you is measured by its effectiveness. Now, if you get a toaster for Christmas, you would expect it to make toast. If you get a coffee machine, you would expect it to make coffee. If you get a hair curler, you would expect it to be able to curl your hair. So the question that needs to be asked is, is it effective? Does it do what it is intended to do? What is God's love intended to do to you? The answer there is to change you. Let's look at these three verses again in 1 John chapter 4 verses 9 through 11. 
God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. To me, this seems almost like a mathematical formula. One plus one equals two. See how it all adds up. God's gift is useful, plus God's gift is valuable, equals that we ought to love one another. Verse 11 says this, Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. The word ought in this verse sounds like a suggestion, but it is not. It is not just some suggestion that God is making to us. The Greek word used here for ought could be translated as must. The root word actually means to owe something. You owe a payment, you are under an obligation, you must pay it back. So let me restate the last part of this verse 11 again. Since God loved us that much, we must love one another. Why? Because God is not done loving the world yet. He wants to keep loving the world through you and through me. Jesus said it this way in Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 through 16. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. Does God's love change you? Does it affect your behavior? Does it affect the way that you treat people? You see, that is what His love is intended to do. It doesn't make toast, it doesn't make coffee, and it doesn't curl your hair. It changes us into loving, compassionate people who care for the needs of those around us. God wants to love the world, but He has a desire to do so through you and through me. Are you willing to let God's love show through you? Let's read these verses again. God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved you that much, we surely ought to love each other. Or we should say, we certainly must love each other. Because of God's love for us, He has provided us with the best Christmas gift of all. A rich and satisfying life here on earth, and then a life for all eternity. God's love is useful. God's love is valuable. God's love is effective. This Christmas, take time to reflect on the wonderful gift that God has given us and fulfill your purpose to bring glory to God through loving others. Tomorrow we will begin to explore the wisdom and value of planning with a purpose so that you can create the living legacy each day during 2016. So please encourage your family and friends to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom each day through wisdom-trek.com or subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any of the other social media platforms. And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor. But most importantly, I do consider you my friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain, 
reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.